Need a powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens? Allicin Med is the powerful universal pathogen killer's latest advance of German-sourced Allicin, enzymatically stabilized to clear the body of bacteria, fungi, mycobacteria, and parasites. It penetrates body biofilms and is non-toxic to tissues. Pathogen resistance cannot develop for long-term body-optimized wellness. Clear stealth pathogens that promote autoimmune disease, cancer and vascular inflammation and plaque and promote healing of tissues. Now pathogen-free. With 200 milligrams more power than prior Alamed, you can't get a more powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens. Give your body what it needs. Allison Med. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutridyne at 888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. That's 1-888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. And listen to the Nutramedical Report on the Genesis Radio Network with open lines every weekday. Nutramedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together. This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. To the dynamic Nutramedical Report. We cover everything. We cover your wellness protocols. By the way, you get emails uh, free from me. The only time it becomes a consult, which is 1% or 2% of the time, is if I have to review records, review if your tests are sent to specialty clinics around the world. And we have our sale on its President's Day. And, of course, this sale started last week, the day before Valentine's. It continued the day after with my birthday. I call my DOA date, which is a bit of a joke, but it's true. And then right today is President's Day, and it's amazing uh, we have the amazing, to start off every week, Josh Bernstein. He has his own show over at patreon.com forward slash Josh, J-O-S-H, Bernstein. And you want to go over there and contribute and support Josh. He also is a representative for AMAC, the American, uh, the AMAC, the American Association for Mature American Citizens. It's the alternative to the leftist out of their mind, uh, AARP. Uh, so you really want to make sure you become an AMAC member. We are. We're very happy, and there's all kinds of benefits. We'll talk about that later. Uh, Josh, the latest thing, and I have an article this morning sent to me by uh, uh, you know, one of my people over at LaRouche Foundation, uh, and her name is Barbara Boyd. And she's actually works with uh, Harley Schlanger and Linda LaRouche. And this seems so nuts uh, that they continue this Russiagate stuff with Mueller trying to tout that he did such a wonderful job and he's just repeating stuff from a journalist last year who didn't get any kudos, who exposed all the trolls in Russia. It's like, this is a nothing burger, as they say. What the hell? No, there's no question about it. I mean, look, there's now another story out from the American thinker in which Mueller worked with Lois the Liar Lerner to target the Tea Party. So, he tried to influence the 2012 election. Now he's trying to basically take the results away from the 2016 election. Uh, I don't understand why the president has not instructed his Department of Justice to immediately appoint a special prosecutor to look into the Mueller investigation itself. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me why this has not been done yet. Well, I, I saw an interview with Maria Bartolomeo of Justice Sessions, and uh, I mean... 
He is so evasive when she gave him real sorry questions. And he said, well, I recused myself because, you know, I was involved with the campaign. Therefore, I had to recuse myself regarding the accusations. I think it's a very flimsy excuse. And then secondly, the fact is you don't need to set up a secondary counsel. She he needed to simply answer her, are you going to start indictments against Hillary Clinton? It's near the statute of limitations on this regarding her email server because I'm certain when we dig this up probably a decade from now or whatever, we're going to find dead agents that were in the field, that her email server got hacked by foreign powers, and they killed them. I am guarantee you that there's trade secrets and military secrets that make us vulnerable that were on her server in a broom closet that put us in danger. And the fact that that witch is walking around doing a book tour and trying to still interfere with the next election, 2018-2020, is disgusting. This is America. It's disgusting. And the fact that Mueller is able to continue to talk and walk and pretend that he has a real, you know, unlimited budget to do this crap, this is ridiculous, isn't it? It's completely ridiculous. And Hillary Clinton, you're right. She should be uh, in a prison uh, orange jumpsuit or orange pantsuit. There's no question about it. Oh, yeah, Um, pantsuit for sure. We know that she got off. We know that the FBI allowed her to get off. And we know that the FBI covered for her. In order to get off, uh, well, it's just I, I, amazing. I, I'm, I'm going to do. By, by the way, I'm going to do some further verses of uh, of the, uh, the song I put out a week or so ago that you laughed at, uh, which is you know the do the perp walk. And I'm going to get yes, some of my musical walk. friends. To, I'm going to get my friends to put it in a couple different scales, like A flat minor, etc. And we're going to do an, an a, we're going to put it up on YouTube. Uh, our plan is to actually make a lot of these son of a bitches perp walk. And if we do, as Jeff Sessions tried to say back to Maria Bartolomeo, we need to get Return America to justice and operation. But don't be so uh, tangential about this. Why do you say, yes, we are pursuing Hillary? Yes, we have indictments in the in the thing. Yes, this year something's going to happen. Uh, I want to know that something's going to happen. And then when I hear the foolishness that's going on uh, with this kid, uh, everybody tries to pretend. It's almost like, you're okay, have you ever been in a place where the obvious isn't done, okay? Now, I know there are medical students with, that I went to school with that if you saw somebody bleeding, they just faint. They wouldn't reach over and put the pressure on the bleeding wound or a gunshot. They just faint. Now, mm-hmm. to me, the obvious thing is, why did this guy get in the ROTC? Why did he get back into the school? Why was he not put in a mental institution and never given day passes? Why was he able to buy a gun? And if we don't have shared databases, and when people talk about gun laws, we don't have gun laws. We need people laws. If you have metadata, mental health, and money, you're buying, giving money to ISIS, you need to go to the big house. And we're not talking about crime. We're talking about pre-crime. If you are making statements you're going to be a, a school shooter, you're gone. That's enough as far as yeah. I'm concerned. Social media, you aren't going to see the light of day ever again. You're going to stay in there until we can make sure you don't have an abnormal brain. And that could take many years. Yeah, now, there's honestly, no question that uh, Christopher so, so, Ray should be uh, stepping down as FBI director. Uh, President Trump is correct when he said they were too busy, uh, you know, looking at these false accusations of you know, well, Russian meddling. I, 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 I think for a little bit, I, I think Christopher Ray is just starting. But what he needs to do is he have a bullet point plan with specific date time limits. In other words, I'm going to set up a national database so all uh, gun stores, all ROTC clubs, all schools and so on know this database. And if anybody reports anything, even on social media, it shows up in this database for every police force, every government agency in the freaking planet. And when that happens, you're, you're done. And, and to be honest with you, on the other side, I don't see why we have restrictions on good, stable, normal people like me that want to have. For example, I have some 
guns in Colorado I can't bring to California. I have a Mac 90 fully automatic machine gun with thousands of Russian hollow-headed 9mm bullets. So it's my damn business if I have it because I'm going to store it properly. Kids aren't going to get near the damn thing, and i got a special keys. And I'm a gun, I go over to the gun range and get trained by the Marines. I'm not an idiot. But if you are an idiot, you shouldn't get near a pop gun or a pea shooter. This idea that this kid could do all this stuff, and they try to say we need gun legislation. No, we need people to have a brain legislation. They need to realize that certain individuals shouldn't be able to get near anything lethal, including a dinner knife. How's that? Well, I, I kind of agree and I kind of disagree. I don't think that anything needs to be done. I'm not a fan of universal background checks. I'm not a fan no, 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 of no, any no, kind no, of I don't, No, I'm not talking about background checks. No, listen, listen. Let me let me speak here. I'm not a yeah. fan of any type of registration for guns at all, ever, under any circumstances, regardless of mental capacity. What I am in favor of is a four-point plan that needs to be immediately introduced to Congress, and it would be the Saving Our Schools Act by Josh Bernstein. Uh, first and foremost, hire plainclothes officers, ex-military officials, military police officials, what have you, to go around the different districts around America and do uh, surveillance as well as walking around campuses to make sure that everybody is okay, obviously armed. I do not want to see uh, metal detectors, nor do I want to see more cameras. Yeah, you don't want to see it turn into TSA. But no, the next thing little... what we want to do... The next thing that we want to do is uh-huh. we want to hire teachers mandatory that every single school and every single school district has a minimum of three armed concealed carry permit teachers. They need to sign a confidentiality agreement stating that they will not <coughs> can be fired immediately uh, if they disclose that they are armed. We need to have signs on every single school that now says this is not a gun-free zone anymore. And the fourth thing is, is what they do at the bank, the tellers at the bank. They have a secret little button underneath their desk that goes directly to the police department in case of an emergency or holdup. Those those are are the four things we need to do. Yeah, let me give you a couple of additional ones. The first thing I want to shade over this idea of gun registration, I agree with you. I don't want gun registration so that I get registered to have a certain gun. But I do want a database that if someone is mentally ill and you go to buy a gun, the gun club and and the gun store or the online people can know it, okay? So, in other words, I'm not talking about gun registration. I'm talking about people registration. Do you like that? People registration. Um, I think it's a slippery slope. Um, no, I no, at, no, no, I no, no. It's the Weimar Republic and the 1938 Weapons Act. I don't think it's slippery at all. I'll tell you how you do it. You have three things, metadata, money, right? In other words, if you're putting money into, say, ISIS and accounts, and remember, I work, took care of agents in the NSA and CIA and so on. They were my patients and customers, okay? So I can tell you, this won't be a slippery slope. If you have metadata money or mental health problems, you're on one of these drugs, you should show up somewhere on the radar. The fact is, we don't want to register guns. We want to register and track people that are dangerous. And this guy had so many signs, it was like, you've got to be kidding, right? Yeah, he did have a lot of signs. Yeah. One out of four people. see gun registration either but what i do want to see is i'd like to see uh, a system where they come up in the radar this kid uh usually had a police officer in any town or city 
And if anybody puts a social media thing up or they put some money into ISIS or some terrorist group, no matter what stripe they are, uh, or they're, got, or they're on a mental health drug or a history like this kid, uh, for example, he didn't have a crime, but he had 39 visits. He got expelled from school with violence. He wasn't even allowed to take a backpack. This guy yeah. should have come up on the radar. So I'm, I am absolutely against gun registration. In fact, I'm the exact opposite. And I'm doing shows on this, by the way. You may not know because we're not wasting your time on my show. But I talked last week and other weeks about uh, lethal and non-lethal weapons that I have either been taught by Special Forces Delta because I work with them, or I've invented that people can build in their own garage in an afternoon that are a hell of a lot more dangerous than regular guns. Now, I want people to know you need to have self-defense because if our society falls apart because of coronal mass ejection, an economic disaster, which could happen any day, this year, next year, 10 years from now, you need to be able to have self-defense. And the fact is that America was built on that. That's why we didn't put up with the British, and we nearly lost a few wars with the British. And the very fact that, um, that they're now debating it, and these crazy Democrats and these students who don't have smarter are thinking that gun legislation will fix this. If you're a criminal or a psychotic person like this guy, if he couldn't get guns legally, he would have got him illegally. This guy was a maniac. So exactly. I, I, That's why I, 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 don't, I don't buy this gun registration garbage or the idea, but I do want a database. I want a guy in a gun store to say, click, click, click. Oh, my gosh, you came up. And I'm sorry, I can't. And he has to then call the police to notify them this kid came in to try to buy a gun. And that should show up on the radar database, too. So we need that central clearinghouse so that people that are in contact, whether they're teachers, the police, the FBI, the CIA, can cross different boundaries, too. That's one of the other things that I found that I found most scary about working with different agencies in the government. One agency didn't freaking talk to the other. So U.S. Military no. Space Command didn't talk to the FBI, didn't talk to the Department of the Navy, they didn't talk to yep. whatever. These guys are so compartmentalized. That's how 9-11 happened. That's how 9-11 happened. Exactly. So the point is we need to start talking and even having portals that are secure portals that will allow people to get the freaking data to take action. Because this could be easy as hell. Walk up to his house, get the kid before he opens up his lockbox with his guns in it, Cough them, take them off to mental institution, throw away the freaking key. That's it. Well, you know, speaking of mental institutions, they just put his brother in a mental institution two days ago uh, against his will. Um, so I don't know. Maybe, you know, obviously it runs in the family. You know, it's a sad situation. I think he was adopted. His, his uh, adopted mother passed uh, recently. I'm not making excuses for him, but I'm just saying he was an at-risk uh. kid. Well, that needed a lot of help and well, never got the help. Now, let me, part let me, of the let me, problem here, hang on, hang on. Part of yeah, the problem yeah, here yeah. is putting these kids on medication. Because exactly. if you look at these last couple of shooters, Adam Lanza, uh, what's his name, uh, Holmes in uh, Colorado, right. they were all whacked out on these antipsychotic drugs and depression drugs, which actually have the opposite effect, and they cause them to do yeah. these crazy on the side the, the, what they do is they basically do, they basically perform basically a frontal lobotomy, so there's no executive function to suppress bad behavior of the reptilian so or doctor, amygdala. You would know. Yeah, I'm telling you, these drugs are that's I call the whole class of drugs the kill you jack drugs. Now I took care of the first kid shot in Columbine, and I saw videotapes and stuff, and we can talk about this in other shows. But let me tell you, this was a government operation. And this one here, by the way, last week, there's tons of evidence, which I posted up in video, of at least two or three shooters. This guy wasn't alone. It's the same as the single shooter garbage that's almost in every one of these scenarios, including Pulse Nightclub and Sandy Hook. It wasn't a single shooter. This guy 
was not the only shooter. And what's really disturbing about this is he came up on the radar, but instead of intervening, they actually used it, just like the kid, well, five years ago in uh, Portland, that was assembling materials given to him by an FBI operative to take a bomb down to a Christmas fighting ceremony. And then they go and swoop in and grab him at the last minute, and they gave him false bomb material, so it wasn't even really a correct bomb. But they grabbed him because he was, a, quote, a Muslim member of such and such a group, and he was going to do this. So you have to understand, I call the FBI the federal bastards of instigation. How's that? I've renamed them. <laughs> well, look, I think they've been too busy looking at this fake witch hunt against President Trump, oh, and they uh, probably have put a lot of manpower and resources towards that. I think they can multitask. They're bastards, okay, in multiple ways. Um, They're Olympic-level bastards. I think the political <laughs> FBI are the problem. I don't think that the field agents necessarily are the issue. I think that, you know, they're was, working hard on trying to keep us safe. Well, no, and, listen, uh, if, if, one, if, if, if one percent of 1% are bad actors, and get away with it, especially if there's people at the top that want them to do this, which is very obvious. You need one agent out of 10,000 that's bad, and the rest of them are putting the life on the line every day. And I agree. I think the regular officers are trying to do their job to protect America. And just look at these Russians. If they could have done something to screw up our elections, they would have. They're so incompetent. All they did is, this is not like that movie of that series on TV called The Americans, where it has these Russian agents doing really weird stuff and cutting people up and putting them in boxes and everything. The fact is, this showed the signs of how incompetent the Russian agents were trying to meddle with their elections with Facebook and Twitter and and, uh, and uh, other social media. This is ridiculous. Well, look, the 13 people that were arrested, at least at this point, um, a Yiddish word comes to mind, bupkis. Uh, it doesn't really say much for the administration, nor does it say much for Trump or his cabinet. Uh, I think if they would have had something, they probably would have unleashed it by now. Um, I think that more than likely, as you follow the information in the rabbit hole, it leads more and more towards the left and not towards President Trump or his administration. Oh, yeah, we absolutely. have seen the FBI and the corruption that have, and collusion that has taken place at the very top. I'm going to post up this article by uh, Ms. Boyd uh, over from LaRouche-Pack on what's going on with the Mueller investigation, because he's an immoral uh, geopolitical assassin trying to take out Trump. And the worst possible advice that Trump could take is to have an interview with the bastards. Because he'll try, to, he'll, he'll, try to, he'll try to capture him, not on whether or not it's a statement of, of incorrect fact, but of so holding information perjuring. or twisting or perjuring or saying something that doesn't have the right tone because they have some cool They're background. They're desperate to find something on him. And I agree with you. If they sit down with the president, they will manufacture something, whether it's yeah. perjury, obstruction, I don't know. It would be something. So well, why give yeah. them the opportunity when they have right. absolutely uh, nothing? Uh, my legal friends and relatives that are attorneys tell me one important fact you have to understand. And I used to have friends with her in the law fraternities. You can prosecute if you want to a, a innocent ham sandwich. <laughs> it's that bad, isn't it? You can prosecute well, and execute a ham sandwich. This case has been the worst case of prosecutorial abuse in U.S. history. Oh, yeah. Now, solutions. Uh, I honestly think I'm watching the news and, and very little of the stuff's going on about the immigration debate now. Uh, because this is a story about Parkland. And the immigration debate, from what I can see, the two judges are now basically suspending this. And I think they're doing it for the Democrats, because the Democrats don't really care about the DACA kids. They don't give a crap. No. No, Trump actually is so generous, it's so, it's so obvious. And then Trump simply wants to make sure it's not DACA 2, 3, 4, 5. And, and yeah. instead, the Democrats are saying, we're going to throw the DACA kids under the bus 
and leave it up to the damn courts because we have this deadline. Because it's by the way, Trump didn't do it. He disagreed with the courts that this was ultra vires that Obama knew and even made a public statement it wasn't legal from what he did. And the court said we can't extend this. Now the courts are saying they're going to extend it, but that means. The Dems are throwing the DACA kids under the bus because they won't give yeah, on the other things. That's also the Ninth Circuit. It will be overturned at the Supreme Court. I, I think it'll go Supreme. I think it'll go. It's going to happen. Solutions. Uh, the first thing is, uh, the for some reason or other, I see a number of congressmen being the drama of we need to go to war with Russia. Well, that's just about as stupid of a suggestion as humanly possible. No, I like uh, the balanced approach that Mr. Schaff said, who was actually uh, an Indian gentleman who's really bright and he works directly for the president policy. And what he said was, look, some things we're in, in opposition to, other things we can work with them. And we need to slap them down when they do things. It's like in a family. If somebody does something bad at dinner, you say, don't do that again. Now, so when the Russians have got a buddy of Putin paying a couple million dollars to do social media stuff, stop it. And we're going to be monitoring you, and we're going to catch you, and we're going to send a letter, and we're going to have Trump give one of his tweets about Putin or his buddies, and just stop it. Secondly, on the other hand, when we're fighting ISIS, which, by the way, in the past, uh, Obama was actually supporting ISIS, and uh, people like John McInsane were actually taking selfies with him because we were working with the Mossad. I talked to an anesthesiologist last year who was actually surgically taking care of one in Tel Aviv that was shot in a, as, as an ISIS fighter, um, in which the Mossad trained and armed along with the CIA and our, our government. So we're extracting them when we take down places like Raqqa, their leaders, and our troops yep. are in shock, saying, what the hell is going on here? And the Russians catch us on video extracting these well, leaders from these freaking cities. It's ridiculous. The head of, uh, <clears throat> of ISIS, al-Baghdadi, was a free Syrian army fighter, ref, you know, whatever you want to call uh, one of those upstarts that were supposed to go in there and take out the Assad regime. That never happened. And so what happened is he then went into Iraq, created ISIS, and there's pictures of John McCain with his arm around him, shaking his hand uh, when they were part of the Free Syrian Army. Mm -hmm. So, look, we know that the CIA trained uh, the Free Syrian Army, which became ISIS, in Amman, Jordan, in 2011 right. exactly. and You've got all the facts, don't you? My, you're dangerous. You're a dangerous guy. You have too many facts. you got like a fact minigun, bop, 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 you know, like the helicopter. <laughs> That's why I've done thousands and thousands of shows. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it's funny. What, what's amazing to me, and I know that Trump and some of his affiliates are listening. If you're listening, these are the solutions. We need to have a solution to this so we, we tamp down the left that wants to, quote, gun legislation, which is nuts. We need to have not a full tsa of schools, but we need to have armed guards and maybe ex-military or, or vets. We've got 460,000 vets. This is a great yeah, job for them. Work. Let's put yeah, them in they schools. Would love to do it. They'd love it, and they get authority. I agree. Right. They get all the benefits, right? They're they're not necessarily a teacher, but you know they would get the benefits and everything else. They'd have something to do. They're still serving their country, which is what many of them want to do. 
uh, there's, you know, there's that void after they're done serving the military. Like, gosh, what am I going to do now? I want to continue to serve my country. And a lot of times they can't. And that's part of the depression of PTSD and not to mention the things that they have seen. I think it's an instant job. And the other thing is I think this is another gross industry. It's not just, by the way, in schools. It's everywhere in our society. This is a trillion-dollar industry that big major companies have and the wealthy have. Like, you know, Oprah, I'm sure she has her own private security force around her. But why don't we have it not only in the schools? We don't need TSA. We need databases, like I said, MMM. Money, metadata, and mental health, and we don't want God legislation. We do want to have some kind of way of intervening. For example, uh, this thing that happened up in the uh, Mandalay Bay. Uh, that situation could have easily been countered by technology to stop the bullets from flying, number one, and I mentioned it before on how to intercept the bullets. I also mentioned that we should have situations where, like, you can press a button, and the police are there, like, us on, on the spot. And you can have knockdown agents even in the in the building. If someone breaks through a window because they're going to shoot down below, you should immediately release gas or something that knocks the people in the apartment or the suite to the ground. They shouldn't be able to shoot by breaking a window. If somebody breaks a window, there should be well, gas. Exactly. Well, I mean, how many times have you gone to a gas station in a, in a shady town and you go to, to the window to get something and it's behind the, ga- uh, the glass? Or even at the bank, for that matter. You know, the teller is behind the glass. Well, why can't we have that type of glass in the classroom, in the doors, reinforced steel doors that are bulletproof, and the glass is bulletproof, and then you put the uh, automatic locking thing. The teacher has a code. They do a real quick code. They hit the button. It automatically locks. So now some crazy maniac is stranded in the hallway. At least all the kids are stuck in the classroom, and they're safe until the police come. Well, and not just that. Here, here's the other thing. I mean, we talk about drones. The real crime, say, five to ten years from now, are not just going to be a lone gunner that's going to come in. They're going to have a drone that's going to fly over or fly into a place and cause trouble, either with gas or bullets or some other exotic weapon. Why don't we have it in the ceilings so that we have this robotic system that could literally remotely operate by police officers in the police station, find a shooter, and shoot him inside the hallways because they actually have it preloaded in the ceiling? Why can't we do things like that? Why can't I don't we know, just that, that be... Seems... be that seems a, a little uh, not only drastic but dangerous because what if you know there was some you know smart Chinese kid that came in you know as a you know uh, foreign exchange student and he takes the thing and re- rewires it and the next thing you know it's shooting the students I, I don't yeah, like that at all yeah, I, I think the this, best thing yeah. would be to have concealed carry permit oh I agree I'm, I'm just I'm just I'm, 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 I'm confabulated because I know down the road. Uh, Drone uh, killers like this guy, like 10 years from now, let's say it's 2028, would be this kid would have a drone that would fly into the school to the classrooms or some other thing like that. We need to be prepared for a future where drone warfare and, ro- and remote robot warriors and all kinds of other technology is going to come into, into play here. And the fact is there's, there's no reason why we can't identify individuals that are dangerous or crazy. Uh, there's just none. I mean, with social media and the computers nowadays, these guys, I can give an example. If you go to Amazon, and I saw uh, actually uh, Greg Gottfeld. This guy's funny. Uh, sometimes the shows are even funnier than funny. They're so funny you can actually get a hernia from it. So he says, you know, if I ask for a mattress on my computer, like at Amazon or someplace, everywhere for the next month I have mattresses all over my computer. I mean, they know everything about us. They know more than our mothers knew about us when we were born and we were living with them for years. So it is true, though, and I absolutely hate that. You know, you go to look for something online, and then a couple of days later, 
you, you log back in, and then that ad is still following you. It is creepy. I agree. Yeah, and but the creepiness is, why don't we catch the creeps rather than being creeped out by ads trying to sell us stuff? <laughs> right? Yep. <clears throat> so, now this week, uh, do you think immigration is going to be dealt with? I, My feelings are... I hope I hope it is. I, and I'll tell you, what, what do you think will solve it? Because I have a couple of ideas. I think the first thing is, despite the fact that they're fearful of it, I think Donald Trump should ask the Senate to go nuclear. I think they need to stop being fearful. Literally, let's return the Senate to a place where bills don't die that are made in the Congress. I saw congressmen and senators say, hey, when bills arrive from the Congress, we just kill them in the Senate. I think that the numbers of bills that were killed in the Senate by their crazy uh, filibuster rule is ridiculous. I think part of your problem here is we now have weak suck Republicans that are turncoating against the Second Amendment. We've already seen a couple of Congress members saying, uh, one in Florida, as a matter of fact, Francis Cumi, I think his name is, he, he basically said that he's going to do something, he's going to reintroduce legislation on gun control. Uh, there was another one, uh, a big wig that was a GOP donor, said, I'm not writing one more check until I someone does something about it. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. I, I hope that I they would I, do nothing, to be I quite honest, or implement the things I talked about. I think you're right, but I think that they're a small voice, and the, and the media amplifies that one voice out of 100 so that they can make it look like it's a, a vast movement. You know, the Republicans are finally getting a vote gun control. Right. And I don't believe it at all. I, I really don't. I think anybody who, who's realistic, okay, and, and by the way, let's say take you out of here. Let's go to Western Canada. Let's say you go to rural Alberta or British Columbia where there's wild animals and wild people. Uh, they're armed to the teeth. Even places like Nova Scotia. When I went back there from Georgia back in 1987, I uh, had a number of patients. Why I said, hey, do you want to go rabbit hunting with me? I said, great. So we go rabbit hunting. I said, how many guns do you have? I said, yeah, three or four guns. Oh, no, I got about 40. I said, whoa. And I said, what kind of guns? And he got all the way up to fully automatic machine guns. I said, what did you do last week? And I said, well, we were down in a gun show down in New England, and we actually brought back a bullet-making machine. We made 90,000 bullets. They made them themselves. So you might think, okay, there's Americans are armed to the teeth. Canadians are, too. They're just not talking about it, okay? And when the government tried to grab them and started registering, they just said, we're not talking to you guys. I don't care if your RCMP office is two miles away. We're not talking to you. Go to hell. That's what happens in Canada. back um so let's talk solutions to all issues immigration uh here's my three-point plan number one go uh, nuclear so that the bill can be put through the senate that'll actually can be brought back that the conservative elements within the congress can actually live with uh get immigration done then you know just shuttle that pass through and get it over with then work on an, an infrastructure bill that builds better ports roadways bridges High-speed Internet, one of the things that Trump should do, which I saw was done in Singapore, is every town and city in every part of this country should have high-speed fiber optic 
a communication. We need to get away from Wi-Fi networks and cell phones and smart grid. That's another thing is you get rid of smart grid, which is killing our a power grid system. In fact, it causes fires in the province of, El- of Saskatchewan. They proved that the power surges actually cause fires in commercial buildings and in homes. So build infrastructure. Stop the psychotic thing that people walk around all over them, airport and buildings and whatever, with their cell phone, with Wi-Fi and so on, talking like they're psychotic. Uh, I want to see a return to, like, the old fiber optic phone booth, I call it. And I want to see a situation where kids can get on and make new software and start learning to be computer experts at 12, 13, 14. So by the time they're in their early 20s, they got 10, 12 years of high-tech training, literally on their own learning what they want to learn. And then we have a giant group of people to bring us into the 21st century with robotics, 3D printing, manufacturing. In fact, in Japan, they're already ahead of the curve. They do this, like fiber optic everywhere, and you can manufacture a part for a corporation in your garage, even if you have a small garage with a 3D printing system. So I want to see infrastructure, infrastructure, infrastructure. And I can't understand why it's not bipartisan. These Democrats, most of their Democrat areas are the worst ones in the country. Their bridges are falling down. Their roadways are no good. The airports are crap. I mean, you think you're in a third-world country. It's ridiculous. And um, let's do it. And let's set it up so it's both a partnership between us and corporations. So, I mean, that's infrastructure should be done before the summer, I think. I don't. I think I completely disagree. I think uh, infrastructure is a second-term item. Uh, I think it's a Democrat wish list. Why on earth would we do something yeah, but, that would benefit the left? Hang on. Well, I'm not done yet. Not done yet. I, I, I agree with you. Yeah. The wall. We need to build the wall, construct the wall, fund the wall, appropriate the funds for the wall. He wins on this DACA situation because we know that the Ninth Circuit's going to be Overturned, they have a 90-95% overturn rate. So we know that they're going to be uh, shot down at the Supreme Court, which gives the leverage to the Trump administration to get his four-point plan done. That would be the first thing that I would do. Right. Well, I agree with you. I already said I think they should just go nuclear and do it, like immediately. And you're right. The Dems would try to use the uh, the infrastructure, but they're not going to go for infrastructure. You know why? They're not going to go for infrastructure because they don't want anything that makes Trump look good including even his great solution for DACA. They don't want to make him look good if this was, say, Oprah in the White House. Let's say we just decided tomorrow, magically, Oprah was our president, and she proposed exactly what Trump's doing in this four-point plan. I don't know what the left would do. They'd, they'd have conniptions because they'd say, oh, gee, yeah, we got to do it because Oprah's there. It's right. that crazy, isn't it? It's like when I saw Jesse Waters going around with one of his buddies going around the universities, and he was actually talking about uh, Obama's plans and his actions during his eight-year term. And these kids were enraged that Donald Trump would do this. And then he told them afterward, this is entirely the the abominator's actions. And they were on plus. These are so-called intelligent students. They were brain dead. Okay? Exactly. So now, I, when I say about the infrastructure, they need to propose it now. It won't go through until the 2020 elections. The reason why, the Dems don't want anything to make Trump look good. He's already building in the polls. He's not going to lose like the usual first-term president, uh, senator, congressman. In fact, if he campaigns like I think today, starting like February, is every congressional district and every senatorial district that needs to, re- to go Republican, he's going to gain visitors. He'll probably get a 60-vote majority with only him to have to go nuclear, to be honest, in the Senate. He'll probably get enough new congressmen. Those, de- those Democrats led by... Nancy, in fact, I think I heard one of the funniest things Trump said recently. He said, please, Nancy, stay 
working with the Dems. <laughs> Please, don't get rid of Nancy. She's our best secret weapon. I couldn't believe it. I, I think it's wishful thinking. It's certainly an optimistic view, and I would hope and pray that you're correct. But uh, the political analyst in me basically states that uh, with everything that's going on, with the fact that they are registering uh, minorities left and right every single day. They are targeting 101 House seats and at least 11 Senate seats, according to uh, my information. We know that historically, most of the time, in a president's first term, they lose a lot of House seats, uh, a lot of Senate seats. Uh, the Kentucky Fried Chicken Mitch McConnell has already stated that he plans on losing a lot of seats in the House and the Senate. Uh, Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell are not Republicans. They're hardcore leftist liberals, in my opinion. They don't want to see President Trump's agenda fully be implemented. So, you know, I think that uh, the base and the amount of support may not be as strong as we would hope it would be in the midterms. And I think that it does give the Democrats a distinct advantage, unfortunately. Well, I think you're being a realist, you're probably, you know, if it was at a poker table, you're going to walk away with all the chips, aren't you? Uh, well, look, <laughs> I, the bottom line is uh, I get paid to be right on these things. Yeah. And, uh, uh, well, you know, you know, I yeah, hope in yeah. this case I'm wrong for the country. But well, the, real, the, way the realistic test is, yeah, you'd be like a senior surgeon walking into the intensive care unit. Uh, being uh, pessimistically realistic is better than being, un, uh, you know, unrealistically optimistic. And uh, right. I'm an optimist, but I honestly think that uh, that for Trump to get his immigration policy through before 2018, he's going to have to go nuclear. Uh, I don't see how that there's going to be any deal in the Senate. They came real closely. And one of the he bills was just 54. ignore DACA completely and just build the wall. Just you know, that's it, done. Well, how, but how does, he, how does he? How does he? How does he start? Does he start appropriating other money so that he's going to get and just start building the wall? Is that how you're going to do it? I mean, that's one way to do it. Uh, one suggestion that I had a long time ago is contact all the uh, property owners on the borders uh, and all the people that own property on the borders of Arizona, New Mexico, uh, Texas, and California and say, hey, we want to build right across your property. We'll compensate you for it. What do you think? Most of those people would be like, absolutely. And you know what? There you go. Now you have a a majority of the wall built on private property, the government can't do anything about it. The left can't do anything. The Supreme Court can't do anything. Well, that's too clever. That's because too clever. private property. You know, I honestly think there's, uh, there's other things. We could reappropriate money. Remember, it doesn't have to be done all at once. Uh, there's sections of the wall where most of the traffic is occurring. That can be done right away or on these private properties. And then most of the wall, to be honest with you, it doesn't have to be a physical wall so much as increase officers and cybernetics and intelligence. In other words, drones, Officers it needs to and be a physical and, wall too, though, because oh yeah, it has to be both. But but it has to be both. Visual deterrent. Exactly, it has to be both. But what I'm saying is that the wall—that's why 25 billion. Uh, I would say two thirds of that is going to be physical wall, but the other third is going to be officers and and robotics and computer tech and other things. So um, however they do it, they made eight or six or eight prototypes. Pick one of those prototypes and build the rest of the southern border with that prototype. Uh, and I, I think the good news is, is that Department of Homeland Security and ICE and things like that, that even if we're not sure what we're going to do for the wall, at some point that one of those prototypes is going to be used to at least fix the, uh, you know, the existing fencing by fixing it and replacing it with one of the prototypes that's already been determined. 
So, right. like I say, I think this is the one thing that President Trump is going to keep his promise on uh, more than anything else, because, you know, even the replacement of the pieces of the wall that are being replaced are being replaced with the prototypes or will be replaced with the prototypes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, now, do you think that um, – what do you think the, agenda, the, the, the Trump agenda is for the list of things he's going to bring, not just the increased money from the tax relief and the regulations, um, but what do you think of the list of things that are going to help Trump to build his – level of, 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 of new candidates, because a lot of congressmen are quitting. There's a bunch of senators that are quitting uh, that are strong Republicans, and we need to replace those with strong new new blood. Uh, how do you think he's going to do that? Because obviously the left are actually mobilizing. <clears throat> Is there anything special you want to say there? Not, not really. I mean, I think that candidates better understand that if they're running for office, they better run with Trump, not against him, in order to win. Uh, we need to have pro-Trump candidates that are going to support his agenda and his policies. And if we do that, we can create a coalition of new members of Congress that will help initiate the Make America Great Again plan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that uh, that was found out before, that if they didn't run with Trump, they got defeated, didn't they? Yeah, absolutely. We saw that uh, in 2016. Amazing. As they say, the pivot master is in operation. I think Mueller's uh, game is over, and uh, we need to lay it to rest permanently. And I think we're going to see what Trump does with the wall and with immigration here very soon. Imagine a pill that can improve your focus, your memory, your sleep. A catalyst to improve your brain chemistry. Dr. Bill's Cognition Plus is truly the smarter-in-an-hour pill. A combination of amino acids, trace minerals, and B vitamins, Cognition Plus is made with specialized herbal extracts that will enhance and support brain function. Our customers say, I feel more focused. My memory's getting better. I can work longer with more useful hours. Power up your neurotransmitters that have been depleted, like dopamine and norepinephrine. Stimulate the release of others, like serotonin and oxytocin. Improve circulation and energy production. Protect your mind and your loved ones today. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Cognition Plus at 888-212-8871 or go online to Nutramedical.com. That's 888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com. And listen to the NutriMedical Report on the Genesis Radio Network with open lines every weekday. NutriMedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together.